0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Inshallah, a boy is director Amjad al-Rashid's latest film. It's also Jordan's official entry. Best International Feature Film for this year's Academy Awards. The film begins with the sudden death of the husband of Nawal, a young Arab woman. The tragedy leaves her and her daughter without rights or property under Islamic law and at the mercy of male relatives. Both her own brother and brother in law at first show sympathy, but it's soon very clear that any whiff of assertion is met with the force of a very imposing patriarchy. The centerpiece of this wonderful film is the performance by Mona Hawa, who plays Nawal, as well as the supporting cast, which really brings so much life and tension to this remarkable story of perseverance and determination on the part of Nawal, not only to hold on to her daughter, but hold on to what she is rightfully entitled to. We're joined today by the director and writer of Inshallah, A Boy, and that would be Amjad Al-Rashid. Amjad, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Congratulations on a film that uh, introduces us to the complexities of navigating a society, a system in which uh, so many are unempowered or disempowered to be able to dictate the the trajectory of their life and done in such a way to be so relatable and understandable for anyone watching the film I'm just curious as to what inspired the film what inspired the story
1: first of all mike thank you for the interview and for having me and the inspiration it's usually comes for me from a certain question what if usually i get inspiration from short films i did or in my first feature film inshallah I boy So, um, and it was inspired by a situation that one of my close relatives were in. And it was very similar to my main character's situation, Nawan, A woman who was about to lose her house for the inheritance laws. And, uh, but the family of her husband said, uh, in reality, for my close relative, they said, uh, we will allow you to live in your house. They were financially well, and it's bizarre for me to allow someone to live in, in their own house. But this is what they said, and what they, when they said that, mm, uh, the question popped in my head, and it was, what if they don't? What are her options? What if a woman decides to say no to all these laws, traditions, and then I start to do research uh, about uh, such uh, cases in the society, and I found that like there is a story to highlight there. These are the main questions that fueled the idea of Inshallah, a boy.
0: Well, in kind of putting together the the character of uh, Nawal, what were the yeah. what were the things that were uppermost in your mind in terms of what you what you wanted from her as the character what did the sort of the sense of uh resistance or her desire to do what's best for her daughter what were the things that you were putting in place for for her as a character
1: i was raised in a family full of, full, of, full of women and yeah. um, these women they were like a very good example for me to to shape Nawal, and uh, to see this character in a better way to be honest from the research I did, also uh, from around Jordan, the Arab world, and sometimes with you know with the uh, different women around the world, where where I go and I meet uh, people, I found something very interesting in women in Jordan specifically, and in and the women and my family that they are all fighters uh, mainly, and they are all uh, are living in a in a society where. Making them victims of the society, but they're not acting as one. They all the time they try to to get there what they uh, what they own, their rights, and uh, to improve uh, their lives in a in a way that uh, society not always make it easy on them. And that was the main thing that I wanted to 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 show Nawal in that in that way. That uh, yes, she is. Uh, suffering from some laws, from uh, traditions, from how society expect women to act, yeah. but she says no, simply no, and she's gonna try to find the solution by herself and uh, to have uh, uh, to be a model for her daughter. Uh, even though when she did not see that in herself at the beginning, but this is the the thing that uh, when she is in the situation, she was acting as a fighter and that was very important for me
0: one of the things that i found fascinating about her character and about what you just described is that within this system and i assume that it's it's a patriarchy it's yeah. predominantly male society and dictates yeah. uh, are, are accordingly and there's a scene in which she and her uh, brother-in-law no mm-hmm. Her brother-in-law are standing in front of the judge, and they're discussing she's she, what she wants and and what he wants. And at one point, the judge says, "Well, you can sue." And then you see her kind of her her shoulders drop, knowing well Will, that she has neither the resources, or or any really any feasible way for that to actually be a remedy for her. It's sort of the the system; it's baked into a system that. Yeah, well, there's things you can do, but they're really not available
1: to you, right? Is it? That... Actually, no, it is available, and this is yes. This is the <laughs> this is the trick. These laws they uh, cover some rights, but they don't cover the other rights. Huh. and this is the question. This is the um, a question here for 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 the law for for the judge for the whole system. First of all, where is the soul of the all these laws? Where is the humanity? How how we we, we adapt these laws that were created thousand years ago to our modern societies? First of all, second, when they say like, oh, you can go and sue him, for example, to get uh, get uh, money uh, to to live after he takes the house and sell it. And uh, because it's his responsibility to, to, to do that. There is no law that says that it is his responsibility, first of all, like uh, the word uh, he's using the judge to explain why a man can take big part of the inheritance more more than a woman or more than uh, or if a woman does not have a, uh, have a son it's because this man will be responsible of the woman uh, expenses. First of all, why a woman can't be responsible for her own expenses? Why it should be uh, coming from someone uh, who might, might not be, most probably he's not he does not have a goodwill in, in general is uh, come on we are living in, in a world where uh, priorities is first of all uh, for human beings is themselves not uh, and if he has the money he would prefer to spend it on his family and his own kids than another family sometimes uh, these laws they they expect like a very well structured good People society, which not really does not really exist. So even the the argument that you can go and get your money, if, uh, it's like um, it's a it's a big hassle that uh, she should go into. And at the end of the day, it will be uh, peanuts from reality. I'm telling you, like for the cases I see, it's peanuts at the end of the day, and she will be like lost her house most probably she can't raise her daughter anymore because she does not have a place and her daughter will go to her uncle's house and this is the this is majority let's say it 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 happens that way
0: and and in that scene that we're talking about she has the wherewithal the intelligence and to say i want to speak with the judge alone which which again sort of figuring out ways sort of cracks in this in this particular system in which she can assert herself so so her character. I mean I just think that was uh, that there's a number of scenes that are similar to that where it's made to sound reasonable a system that deprives her of her ability to live her life but it Mm -hmm. sounds quote-unquote reasonable at the as as it's being presented and I think that is the that's the power of the film is for her to be to be so marginalized, to to be almost framed as crazy for wanting to do these things, to empower her own life and to live her own life the way she wants to, and raise her her own daughter the way she wants to raise her.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. This is my, this is one of the questions. What if she decides to say no to all of these things? How they how the society would react.
0: I just want to quickly remind our listeners that we're speaking with Amjad Al Rashid and the film is called Inshallah a Boy and it will be out in theaters here in uh, Southern California on January 12th. Be looking for this a terrific film, uh, award-winning film. Okay. Let me take a step back and because what happens to us to kick this all off at the beginning of the film is what it seems to be a a a normal life of her, with her husband and her daughter and he suddenly dies. And over the course of the film, we find out more and more about her now deceased husband that have direct impact on what's happening in her life and why and how. And again, the film is understated. It never, I felt like your film really allowed the the circumstances and the characters and the acting to dictate what I think you wanted from the film, what the power that you wanted to, to, to get from the film. And the performance uh, on the part of Mona Hawa is just spectacular. She is the essence of the film. She is so, inc- so good in this film. It's so, it's really amazing how good she is. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, I
1: don't have any comments. Thank you so much. It's like uh, it's uh, what you're saying is uh, music to my ears. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, uh, you enjoyed the film that much.
0: How did you find uh, Mona uh, Hawa? Where did she come from?
1: So, Mona, uh, uh in, in one of her previous work, a uh, film, immediately I felt like this is the character I'm drawing, which is, I, it really happened to me because usually I don't choose characters or actors upon their looks. I think it's it's not the right way to do it. But for this character, it was her. Her eyes, the first thing that struck me, then I saw, of course, ben, um, she's super talented in what I saw for her. Uh, I felt like, oh, it's a big talent. And I felt like there is a range of emotions that I can play with. But then, like all other characters, it took me more time to decide not only on the talent, but only on a human level was very important to understand all all the actors on a human level. Most of them, this is the major part where I took my time uh, to discover them, uh, uh, what they like, what they hate, uh, their point of view on certain topics in in life. So we had these sessions where we sit, talk, uh, agree and disagree on many things. And uh, during these sessions, I also was able to understand their body language, uh, how they sit, how they stand, how they look, their tone uh, of voice. All these helped me to find the keys to motivate them during uh, the rehearsals, during the, the the scenes, to give me you know, the right beat at the right moment. That was very important for me to be able to understand them very well. And understand their talent very well, and this took a pretty long time. But this is how I like to do it, by the way. I, mean, I would, I would never, I would never change uh, the way I did it.
0: First of all, she's a beautiful face. Her eyes yes. are very expressive. There's just so much about her. I, she's really you can't take your eyes off of her. And she, and she's, she's just a wonderful performance, a wonderful, nuanced performance on her part. And uh, did we... ready for her?
1: actually I, I, I totally agree with you while shooting one of the scenes I still remember the scene uh, it's a scene between her and the physiotherapist in, in the bedroom and I was telling her like after she finished the scene I was telling her that I can't get enough watching you I feel like it's something that I I I know now when I feel this it's what the audience will feel you know it's like something you can't stop watching her
0: i couldn't agree more well congratulations on Mm. this wonderful film and i want to acknowledge your co-writer delphi as well as arula nasar
1: yes who is also the jordanian producer the main
0: producer and you as well as co-writer amjad al-rashid thank you so very much for your time today thank you for your work on this award-winning film, Inshallah, a oh boy. The film's U.S. premiere is at the Film Forum on January 12th and will be screening here in Los Angeles on the 19th at the Glendale-Lemley. So be looking forward. Amjad al-Rashid, thank you so very much for spending some time with us here today.
1: Thank you, thank you.